They say the best things in life are free, but that's not true. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us your goddamn money. This week on the Babcast, welcome to the Golden Jocks of the Decade. Five stars, we're in. Hey, welcome to the Babcast. Hey, hey. hey. Babcast. Ow. Yeah. We're back. Yeah, we're doing a thing. Another non-episode numbered thing. If you listened to last week, we did the 2019 Golden Jocks, and uh, by popular opinion, it is the end of the decade, so we're also doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ten yeah. years of movies. It's the, been ten years since we did the last one, right. so here we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Ten. The tens. It's the, yes. It's the tens. Yes. The, 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 the teens are now over, so right. we're in our 20s. Yeah. Sure. Um, so we're yeah we're doing like the the ten years uh, best of best of best of twenty ten to twenty nineteen movies we really ah, twenty ten to twenty nineteen <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> man yeah if you don't know who we are oh right I'm Harlow I'm Mackie I'm BJ I'm Chuck this would be a really weird episode for someone to just I don't know Welcome to the up. first episode <laughs> this yeah. would definitely give you an idea of what we're about more than so. a lot of things that's sure but... I guess yeah well I mean you know if you just tuned in for some reason sure you know sure. somebody I know. said hey yeah. listen to this yeah. uh, I usually uh, that's what our that's do introduce ourselves those are our that's names. our voices right and our names so you know yeah yeah I mean thing is this isn't the bad movies no mm-hmm. no no this, these this are the is great usually movies. our second half stuff we're talking about yeah we isn't like we decided to break them off and be their own little separate things here for Reasons, Reasons that will be made clear, yeah, the first week of March, <laughs> right? Yeah, of course. Uh, so, so yeah. yeah, I think we all kind of have a slightly different system. So we're gonna just—I th- I think we decided we're just gonna kind of talk in blocks until mm-hmm. we don't feel like talking anymore and yeah. pass it along. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Some of us have a top ten in order. Some of us have another number in an order or no order. I had and... way too much fun doing this. Okay, I gotta admit. Okay, I mean, I did like research. I listened to our old Golden Jocks episodes oh, wow. just to see like what I had, what my opinion changed on. I rewatched a few of them because I was like, let me, let me. Let me be sure about that. I did this shit like my term papers in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just ten, before. Yeah, <laughs> 10 minutes before. I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to do this. I thought I was doing mine last minute, like today, because I was off work today. Um, but no, Harlow, you beat me to I it. I totally whiffed. I, did, I forgot we were planning on doing this. We now. have a lot going on, you guys. Yeah. yeah. But uh, look, we, okay, we might forget some things. Yeah. We are going to forget some things. Yeah. I am, I guarantee that my list has, like, <laughs> Huge holes in it somewhere. Yeah. I will. I will also spoil it. Like things that were the my number one for the year have since slipped, and another movie took its place. That's a that's yep. acceptable. It's fine. That yeah. Oh happen. yeah, that's happened a lot. Okay. So I'm just I mean, we've revised there. them in the year. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've rewatched things and been like, no, not that great. Well, like I mean, or I still like him. I'm just like, oh, this is this this movie's fucking legendary. Sure. Whereas this other movie's just really good. Right. But also, when you're making a decade list, there could be six really great movies that came out in 2014 mm-hmm. that just pushes everything else off the list. So right. it's going to be wild. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I have a couple years where it's like I don't even talk. I, the top five from that year isn't even in this list. Yeah. So just so. strap in, everybody. Yeah. This is going to be crazy. So how do we want to start this? Just I mean, I've got an honorable mention section, so I can. Well, let's I, go ahead and start with you and okay. yeah. tell the folks at home how you've 
decided on your list or uh, how you've how you've put your list together well i very extensively uh <laughs> 10 minutes before we started recording i mean you don't have to give no, us a oh, fucking okay. giant uh, bomb backstory just give us you know <laughs> we talked about a lot about letterbox last week mm-hmm. letterbox has been a huge help yeah yes. doing this yeah i basically just uh, it was a combination of i made a, a list of my 100 favorite films obviously sorted down the just the decade and i was like well obviously let's pull from some of these if uh-huh. i made, if they made this list they didn't even all make this list really because i mean like there's other it's a weird thing i made that list a number of years ago and some things have changed and my feelings have changed and uh then i just kind of looked at the overall top rated movies from the decade and also like just movies i'd marked as watched and just kind of tried to make a list like oh yeah that 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 and that and suddenly the next thing i knew i had 16 movies listed mm-hmm. and then i tried to break them up and i said well these will be because i want to make a top 10 these are the ones that didn't quite make it so i'm just going to start rattling them off in no particular order for this part Go I, did, for I didn't it. bother trying to put these in order okay um so just starting off weird because again i think i'm probably the only person that's seen this movie but i fucking adore it and i've seen it a bunch and it's the perks of being a wallflower i i adore that movie okay um yeah it's it's hard it's it's a weird one to talk about if you've never seen it because i mean it's based on a kind of a beloved book and mm-hmm. the 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 backstory of this dude that that directed and wrote the book you know it's it's one of those where like the guy was like i want to make i wrote this book and i want to make it a movie he it's like he made a movie like 20 fucking years ago and then just like i don't know what he did like he, he wrote and directed a movie that i found on like ifc or sundance channel way back in the day mm-hmm. i liked it it's this weird little like uh almost um richard linkletter-esque kind of like just hanging out movie to the, with snappy dialogue and stuff and i really dug that and then just kind of forgot about it because it disappeared over time and then next thing i know it's like i saw this movie and i started putting two to two together and i was like oh this is the same guy that made that movie i that independent movie i liked years ago that i totally forgot about and can't find anywhere uh-huh. um and i just i i adore this movie it's 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 fun it's yeah it just it hits a lot of notes that like describe me you know it's like i i i, I get the theater kid stuff you know and like being i was never like as into rocky horror as they are but like i kind of get like this whole vibe of like you know mm. just discovering your independence and trying to be different and all that stuff so yeah um next is a little bit newer one uh quiet place uh, i think that was a number one of mine for one year mm-hmm. um i still think that's a very strong movie um it's just not quite making my top 10 um it's just slick it's atmospheric as hell yeah. um extremely tense uh, like I mean, it's it sounds like on paper it's a super gimmicky movie. It doesn't play out like a gimmicky movie to me. Like mm-hmm. Bird Box was. I know people say, oh, it was already being developed. It's like that feels like a gimmicky movie. Like this was like a a thing. Like it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next, um, I'm putting the first Avengers movie, not the first Avenger, but like Avengers One, Marvel's Avengers from 2012. <laughs> yep, it's very confusing to say. <laughs> Um, sure, like, don't, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I said in last week's episode, I'm a huge Marvel sucker. Um, Avengers one is just like, that was that weird thing. I mean, I know everyone was joking, but it was like, it was coming out in 2012 and everyone was like, ah, eh, man, into the world, man, it's happening this year. Whoop, you know? So I was just like, well, fuck it. I don't give a shit. At least I'm going to get to see an Avengers movie come together. And now it's like some 17 <laughs> movies later, we have a whole giant fucking universe, but still just that initial, like, holy shit. This is coming in together into a thing, into one movie. I just, I don't, things like that hadn't happened in cinema past, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there were, like, weird little team-ups and things like that, but never, like, hey, here's, like, five, six movies that cul- culminate in, an, in, in another movie where the, everybody comes together. Like, that shit just doesn't happen, except for in, like, Godzilla movies, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, that, that that's 
that was awesome at the time and now it's it, it's a little passe but still i hold mm. on to that like holy shit mm. like that was an awesome awesome thing and it was also like all orchestrated oh yeah to end yeah. up that way oh, yeah. like I, I don't i don't I'm feel not... like the godzilla movies or any there probably aren't many other team-up movies where no. it's designed and executed yeah. to right. get us to this point yeah and then yeah. this point and this point you know right. yeah so yeah like i said i'm i Going back, it's by far probably not the best Avengers movie. Like I said, I'm just giving it to it because of that initial feeling. Holy shit, I can't believe this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm already halfway through, so I'm just going to blow through the next three. Um, yeah. uh, another, next one, like I said, these aren't in order. Upgrade. Another movie that yeah. I think we all fucking loved, but mm-hmm. it just barely doesn't make my top ten. It's like a movie that has no business being as good as it is. It's so good. Like It's, just, <laughs> it, like, it's from a guy who was brought up in a horror team. Yeah, and then suddenly it's like here's this micro budget sci fi movie with like some kick ass action and a and a lead that like shouldn't be as good as he is in this and isn't as good in other things. Like he's okay. It's like mm-hmm. there's just somehow that movie just it's like a it's like some kind of bizarre, wonderful, happy accident that it came together and as good as it is. Yeah, usually your fourteenth movie isn't the best thing ever. Right. It's yeah. You've kind of shown your cards by then, but man, right. yeah. magic hit that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, next is uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Again, just not quite making my top ten, but fuck that movie. That's a movie that like uh, when I think when I initially saw it, I was like, this movie is almost perfect. And in watching it more, I'm like, nah, this movie's pretty much fucking perfect. Like it's like I've uh, any any nitpicks I had with anything stylistically speaking in that movie has gone away just for just for the sheer audacity of going mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to watch it again. Yeah. Like I said, it's just like it just that movie just fucking goes for it, and, and it's mm-hmm. an amazing thing that exists, and and I'm also very happy that it worked, you know, and more people want more. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and the very last one, uh, this was a tough one because it's a, it's a long running series, and it's hard for me to say definitively, definitively like, hey, this one's better or this is better, and cause when I think they're all good for the most part, but I'm picking Mission Impossible Fallout just because I feel like that series just is defied logic and gotten better over time. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm an apologist. I like the first one really don't care for the second one at all. I, I keep wanting to like it cause it's John Woo and it's stupid. And I keep trying to be like, ah, just forget that this is a mission possible. We just watch it. It's, it's just not even that good to me for dumb action. But then it's like, say what you will about JJ rooms, like sort of setting the new second run of mission impossibles in three into motion. And then just, continually fucking getting better somehow like i mean ghost protocol is amazing i mean uh the one i'm forgetting rogue nation is probably the least of of since three but it's still good yeah like and fallout is just holy shit like i still like when i went and see, saw that movie it is just like i mean mouth agape like i cannot believe they're doing this i remember saying last year i need to watch those mm-hmm. and i'm still saying that i'll say that again i need to watch those you should watch yeah. those yeah, Fallout. i mean just like I can't say like just watch Fallout because it's it it has no you gotta see the others. yeah it has yeah. no emotional impact without watching it at least starting with three mm-hmm. just, just watch three on because you know that's all you need one yeah. and two are so self contained yeah. and other than and like, I never liked one yeah I mean other than like hey being Rame showed back up and mm-hmm. then you go like oh yeah he's from original Mission Impossible yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but yeah that's that's my honorable mentions I don't know I guess that was pretty quick <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> passing the torch okay please explain how you came to your list. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, by watching uh, you don't yeah. have to explain how you I, came to your list. Just explain yeah, how I, it's ordered. Uh, this one, the honorable mentions. These are all in alphabetical order. Okay, okay. Because my top ten. I mean, there's only the only thing that almost 
broke in was How to Train Your Dragon. Um, you do well, like that a lot. And Pacific Rim, Entry of Life. And, you know, so it's like, I keep, but it, it was like, it was everything was just outside. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I'm just going to go through them and alphabetical order. First one's Detention. Uh, Joseph Kahn might <laughs> yeah. not ever be better than this. <laughs> and time travel movies are just my shit. And yeah, I'll go to bat for that movie like every time. That, that, and that's one of those movies, like, I feel like we don't get them as much anymore where it's like, it sounds dumb, but like in the nineties where you'd be like, dude, you got to rent this. You got to check this out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? And, and we don't get many of those. And detention is one like people are like, wait, what? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, just fucking watch detention. Trust me. The first 10 minutes sucks. Yeah. Intentionally. We did not like yeah. it. It sucks intentionally. <laughs> After that, this movie's a fucking ride. Yeah. And the less you know about it, the better. So don't read anything. So yeah. Uh, next up, Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite Tarantino of the decade. Um, it could use a little editing, but man, like, I, and watching it again in rewatching uh, recently, like, it was strangely way more emotional impact than I was expecting it to have, especially for being a goddamn Quentin Tarantino movie. But I think focusing, basically, following this one character the entire time makes that work. So, uh, next up, Ex Machina. Uh, man, like such a good self-contained little thing Mm -hmm. um, with one of those scripts that's like super tight and it's the way it's structured. You see it from one character's viewpoint the first time you watch the movie. And then the next time you're like, you see it from the other character's viewpoint and a lot of stuff makes sense. And then you can watch it again and see it from another character's viewpoint and see like how things are falling together. It's just, it's that well constructed. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. I really should have put that on. I mean, considering that was my top, that it, that should at least be in my honorable mentions. I mean, it's so I'm, good. It I'm knocked, not spoiling it, but it's not my top 10. Yeah, it's so good. But at the time, it knocked Fury Road out of mm-hmm. the top spot for me that year. Yeah. Like, that's how good that movie is. Um, Furious 6, honestly, it just suffers from not being Fast Five. I mean, it, it's honestly, it's just it's a lot of people like it more. But I just I I think that's when the scale tipped, which is. With Fast Five, they figured out the balance between like being stupid, but also being awesome. And Furious Six, that scale started to tip just that little bit to stupid versus <laughs> awesome. It was still awesome, but it just fell that little bit more to stupid, which is how it kind of drops for me. Uh, Get Out is next. Uh, my favorite horror movie of this decade. The one that obviously had the most to say. And it genuinely made me look at interactions that I have in a different way because it presented them from a viewpoint that's not my own, but I could see myself as one of the people that's uh, (laughs) speaking to the main character and be like, ah, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's, it's that whole like, yeah, you think you're being helpful, but you're really not. And then obviously where that movie goes from there is just kind of has even more to say. Let's put it that way. And yeah, that the, and man, it ends well too. It ends so well. And that's the thing. It's like, it sticks the landing in a way that most movies just don't figure out how, uh, next up gravity, mm-hmm. just a solid fucking amazing 90 minutes of movie making. That's still some shots in there. I'm like, how the fuck did they make this? how did they do this? And for people to still, you know, for movies to be able to pull that off this late in the game with CG and everything. And you can still be like, I, how did you do this? Like, that's an accomplishment in itself. How to Train Your Dragon. Like I said, I it's just one of those classic stories for me. 
and it just it's perfectly told and the voice performances are all fantastic and just being able to get the cutest parts of cats dogs and birds in one creature <laughs> and have them all work is just it's terrific um god and i'm just gonna keep going <laughs> yeah because yeah. uh, i can get them out quick uh inception uh oh shit yeah that's a 2010s for, movie wow. yeah oh, jesus okay yeah. all right like Inception has kind of become almost like a meme-ish thing sure. at this point. Watch Inception again. Yeah. That movie's fucking fantastic. Like that movie is just solid from beginning to end. And I don't, and there's a lot of people like, oh, it's just, it's, it's another cult Nolan movie that doesn't have any emotional connections. It's all cold. And I'm like, no, no, that's probably the one that has the most, emo- it's got more than interstellar, which just doesn't figure out how to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously the way they end that movie is just, <laughs> Just one of the best endings of the decade, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I know it's 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 one of those that's become so ingrained in popular culture, and like it brought the bomb thing for a while, and yeah, like <laughs> just the structure of that is it's watch it again, it's fucking amazing. And now I'm just gonna do my Marvel corner because that's where we've hit in the uh, alphabetical uh, Marvel's Avengers for basically everything Harlow said. That mm-hmm. was the one that felt truly like this is a comic books were the storyboards for this right you know it, like it felt like the first true comic book movie to me yeah not in a way that just the, in, in the impossible nature of it existing yeah 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 uh along with that infinity war which i think though you know that is if not for the other ones that are actually on the list mm-hmm. that's pretty much the pinnacle right because it's and and seeing it twice in a theater and the second time being like holy shit we're already at the end like that's how fast that movie moves, and it's a goddamn three-hour movie. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last two are the two that I think have the most heart out of all of them, and the most emotional connection in them, and that's Captain America: First Avenger and Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Like, if you're <laughs> if you're not on on Steve Rogers' side at the end of Captain America: First Avenger, like you have no fucking heart whatsoever. Yep. And same with Guardians of the Galaxy Two. By the time you get to the Mary Poppins scene, it's like, oh my god. And that one just like keeps hammering you in that mm-hmm. last 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Pacific Rim. Didn't quite make my top 10. Um, probably because it peaks a little too early. Hmm. You know, it peaks in the second act, but fucking A, Pacific Rim is good. And it's, it's you know, the kaiju movie I want. And I never saw the sequel because it just, from everything you guys told me, I was like, I don't need to be let down like that. It's fine. Yeah, yeah totally and, and I don't need to be let down like that. Um, social network, because I feel like that foretold so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of people bang the drum for Gone Girl, but I think social network is, you know, Fincher's best late work. And yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know what more to say about it. It's been a while since I've watched it, but I know I still, you know, I bet it plays there's stuff now. I still think about. Yeah. And I'm sure it does. Uh, one that who knows how this will play in years to come, but sorry to bother you. Uh, it, the most unique movie of this decade, I would say. Like, I can't think of anything like that movie. Well, at least like, you know, least predictable. Main, Let's put it mainstream-ish. that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like that and probably detention are the two least pretty predictable movies mm-hmm. I've yeah. seen this decade. Yes. Yeah. 
And, you know, at this point, I'll follow the Keith Stanfield anywhere. Yep. <laughs> it's like we're, we're, we're he good wasn't here. even mentioned. Everyone been talking about Knives Out, but he's plays the nearly completely straight man. So it's yeah. like, it's hard for him to have anything to stand out about because he's kind of there. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. he's still great doing that. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Tree of Life. Um, probably what I'd say is the most beautiful movie that came out this decade. And it's a movie about how all the tiny things that are practically microscopic are big events to somebody. Mm. And I think that tying this person, this person's life, this is a random person to the creation of the universe at some point in the middle of the movie is just fucking genius. Not even that middle. It's like, I want to say it's like 20, 30 minutes in. It's about half an hour in, Yeah, but yeah, it's, just suddenly like, all right, you've been having this, you know, this artsy poetry almost. And then all of a sudden they're like, we're going to take a hard left turn and we're going to just show the beginning of the earth. And we're going to stick with that for about 20, 30 minutes. And then we're going to go back to this story. Hmm. Like there's something. It's probably my favorite Malick movie. Like, and I love Terrence Malick, but I think tree of life is my favorite one of his Hmm. Um, upgrade. Not much more I can say that we haven't said about Upgrade. Um, fantastic fight scenes. Great, like, RoboCop slash Venom type thing going on with it that just worked in a way that was super refreshing. You know, it wasn't... And, again, one of those movies that I think ends really well. I know some people didn't agree with me on that one, but, uh, you know, I think it's it's a really solid ending. And last is The Witch. Ah, uh, The Witch. <laughs> yeah um not a witch i'm your wife <laughs> like how about, I, how about I? speaking of movies that just stick with you that movie has stuck with me and it was when i remember saying i don't think i want to ever watch this again and now i'm reaching the point where i'm like i need to watch the witch again <laughs> like especially you know knowing that lighthouse is out now and I, which i still didn't get to see but like just that whole atmosphere they created is so it, it's just oppressive in a way that few movies attain and man, I don't ever want to live in the 1600s. <laughs> oh, don't There's worry, a time but... machine. It's like last stop is like 1600s. Like, okay, we've been literally everywhere else. So but there you go. That's a whole bunch of honorable mentions for me. Okay. That sure it sounds like it jogged a few memories too. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of you guys like, oh yeah, that one. Inception, especially. I totally was... forgot about Inception. Yeah. 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 I have, so. BJ, tell us about your list. <laughs> my list is, um, I've sort of whittled down an honorable mentions. Finally, like listening to you guys while I was listening to you guys. These talk are the about 10 it, I was movies like, I watched in the 2010s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there are at least uh, 160 something. Oh, okay. Um, probably closer to 200. I probably managed it. Um, but so I have an honorable mention mentions list which is in no particular order. And then I also have my um, of the decade list, which is in no particular order. Um, I always have a hard time picking favorites. And um, if there if there is a quantifiable thing, like if there's a let's grind out some data, I can probably give you a best something. Um, but it's so hard for me to pick favorites and especially over an entire decade's worth of movies. I don't really feel comfortable with just saying, yeah, this one is my absolute 
like this one's my favorite because I have a favorite for, you know, for moods and for reasons and for seasons. And I just can never like my favorite song changes once or twice a month. Um, my favorite movie will change, you know, two or three times a year. You know, my, the only thing that remains my favorite are my favorite co-hosts. <laughs> And it's you guys. Oh, it's us? Oh, oh thank yeah. goodness. Oh, wow. Sweet. I was really going to think oh. it was from another show. Oh. Yeah. This is the only show I do. So, Oh. Oh. Mm. oh. I, I mean, <laughs> other people can be co-hosts to somebody else. It's just like, right. I hate well, this guy, but I like all the co-hosts. Right. <laughs> I hate this guy. Well, even putting it uh, even putting it in there, okay. you guys are your, my, my favorite co-hosts of the decade. But I do have my honorable mention list. Now here comes some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I do have my honorable mention list for, for films, um, and I am going to go through them now as soon as I delete this one that I forgot to delete. <laughs> yeah, fuck that movie. Yeah. Get it the fuck out. Um, so, again, in no particular order, they're not even alphabetical because I'm, I'm that way. Um Moana. Hmm. Um, there was a long period of time where I kind of just let all the Disney movies pass. And, um, it was for the best for a while. Yeah. Um, then when Disney Plus came out, uh, my girlfriend was like, hey, you're going to watch all these Disney movies that you haven't watched. And um, hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. She talks exactly like that. Cool. Um, so... Over the course of a few weeks, we sat down and watched a bunch of them, and um, I really, really, really liked Moana. Um, it kind of took me by surprise. I had heard that it was, you know, pretty good, but um, the visuals in Moana are beautiful, and I've talked about it on the podcast a few weeks ago, but the visuals are just absolutely stunning. Uh, the songs are really good. The story isn't the greatest, but as a complete movie, it is really pretty damn good um the rock is surprisingly like not surprisingly good but um like he's sort of the all singing all dancing holy shit i can't believe the rock can do everything um and it it just it took me a little bit by surprise but i i really really enjoyed it um next on the list (laughs) completely different tone um selma Uh, i had like one of those that I had kind of forgotten that I had watched. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I watched Selma, and I remember that I really, really, really liked it. It was a very, you know, very good, very impactful portrayal of the events, and I I just absolutely loved it. There's, there's probably something that I don't like about it that I mentioned when we talked about it 800 years ago, but... Um, but it's way up there. Um, next is uh, Snowpiercer, which was a movie that took me by absolute surprise, mm-hmm. and it uh, parts of it horrified the absolute crap out of me. <laughs> um, but I refer to that movie a lot um, in my head, at least. And um, you know, I'll, I'll think of something that I'm like that reminds me of Snowpiercer, um, and I just love that sort of tense the only action that can happen in this movie is on this train yet it goes so far. Um, and it does a lot of things next on the list, Thor Ragnarok. Um, yeah, God damn. That is a tour de force for your eyes and your ears. Um, 
it feels like Thor Ragnarok came around the time that I was the sickest of the gray and black and brown, you know, movie color palette. And it just blew everything up in my mind. Like it was, there, there's so much color and so much, you know, so many visuals going on. I just absolutely delighted in it. I feel like we've talked Thor Ragnarok to death. So I'm going to move on to Drive, which was a movie that, again, a, a lot of these movies are took me by surprise. I didn't know where Drive was going, and I loved every second of it. Um, I surprisingly haven't watched it since the first time I watched it, shortly after it came out, but it's one that I need to put in my rotation. Um, yeah, I need to watch Drive again also. Yeah. Um, and one that Mackie just mentioned, Inception. Like, it is a, kind of a meme, but it's actually really good. Like, I... I th- yeah. I agree. That, yeah, that you need to like. <laughs> yeah, go back. <laughs> you need to go back and and watch Inception. You know, I feel like I'm higher on it than I than I was when I first watched it, but it's really clever and it you know the way it sort of steps through the steps is really smart and it's a, a really good looking movie. It's pretty damn good. Um, next, probably one of my favorite documentaries or well, probably my favorite documentary to come out of the 2010s, Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Um, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you just added one to my list. There you go. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> um, add that to your, you can add it as a special note documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really put any other documentaries on my list because um, none of them really could hold a candle. Uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi is beautiful. Um, Give Exit Through the Gift Shop a shot. Okay. It's not in the same vein, yeah. but it is really, really solid. It's Banksy, so like I know <laughs> how much of it is is real or whatever. But I don't know. Um, but I will. I'll give it a go. Okay, I'll give it a go. But yeah, but Jiro Dreams of Sushi is so good. It's just yeah, everything. Everything about that is 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 beautiful. It's a beautiful way to tell a beautiful story. Next up on the list, the cabin in the woods. Kind of whenever I whenever I've seen anything horror that I like, I've been surprised and delighted by it. And Cabin in the Woods just fucking goes places. You know, it. We've probably talked it to death, but it's it's gonna get talked about some more. Yeah. <laughs> what? Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what else can I say about it? It's it's an extraordinarily entertaining flip on the you know on a lot of horror tropes. Next up on the list, Gravity. I it's in the honorable mentions because I really, really, really liked it. But at this point, I can't remember a whole lot of what happened in Gravity, other than I liked it and it looked really good. So it's one that deserves a re- rewatch, but um, didn't quite make the list. And the last one on my honorable mentions list is one that I'm kind of vacillating between. Does it go on the real list or does it stay in the honorable mention? So it will receive additional honorable mention for being the uh, being my on the fence selection, which is Pacific Rim. It probably should, but I've got a lot. Man, I've got so much. There's so much good stuff on an already stuffed like favorites of of the decade list. Um, oh, a photies. Foted, fotted, fought, yeah. yeah. Who fought it? Who fought it? <laughs> <laughs> Me. Um, 
And I reserve the right to, when I'm telling you about my favorites of the decade, uh, add Pacific Rim in there anyway. Um, yeah. What, I mean, what else? It's it's fucking giant robots fighting giant monsters shot beautifully, and mm-hmm. the story doesn't suck either. Right. It's magnificent. Mm-hmm. Those there, are my... There is a character named Stacker Pentecost. Yes. And, yeah. he, and he lives in the Shatter Dome. Okay, I'm officially removing it from the honorable mentions. It is on my it is on my favorites of the decade list. I, to Thank this you for day, clearing that up for me. The largest hard drive I have at home is called the Shatter Dome. <laughs> it's pretty good because it's huge. Uh, okay, so my list is strange. Um, we know. So I've got I've got a list of ten bullet points basically, uh, and a couple of these bullet points have a couple of titles are thematically linked in some way. You'll figure it out. So when is, I get is, there. this is just the one list of bullet points and that covers like... No, I've got five honorable mention bullet points and then oh. I've got a 54321 that oh, okay. I'll, so I'll, you so just cheated is what you're saying. Yeah, cheat cool. shit. Everyone's got a different fucking list. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh so I, these are these I are the I cheated a little bit too. These are the honorable mentions. Uh upgrade for the reasons that we've all stated. Mm-hmm. Upgrade is the my the go-to movie in my brain when someone says, "What's a good movie?" Like if someone says, "Hey, you like movies? What's a good movie?" It's go watch Upgrade. Well, I think it's it's sort of like because they're probably asking and they probably haven't seen that. Exactly. It's, it's, right. I know that's a movie I can recommend that no one's seen. Yeah, like last decade, it was it was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Like yeah, you know, hey, if you've never seen this, you should. Yes, <laughs> that that right now is my current go to. Like yeah. I don't even have to like. Well, do you like? It's just like no. If you're asking me what I think you should watch, go fucking watch Upgrade. Uh, second bullet point: space. Space movies, Gravity, oh. <laughs> First Man, and I'm the, I guess I'm the lone person who likes Interstellar. I think Interstellar is fucking fantastic. I always have. I know y'all think that I movie's sh- up its own ass or I whatever. Watch it again. Uh, I haven't seen Interstellar, okay. so no surprise. But I should give it another shot. I just I feel like it explains too much by the end, I, I, and it basically doesn't trust the audience to be smart enough to figure it out. In a way, yes, yeah. I agree with that. But I still I, I was still way on board with. Once a year, we're going to get a fucking space movie and you're going to get big stars in it and it's going to mm-hmm. look awesome and it's going to be batshit crazy and you're going to love it. And then Ad Astra came out and blew that whole thing up but <laughs> because it sucks. You said the other one was First Man? Yes, First Man. Yeah. Is, that came out this year, though, right? Yes. Yeah. It did. So it saved Ad Astra. No, First, first Man no, was first last, was year. last year. 2018, oh, technically. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Ad Astra was this year's. Mm. It blew it. Yeah. But Interstellar does have that one of my favorite conceits in a movie, whereas when they go down to the planet and they get stuck down there too long yes, and they come back and the dude's been waiting 20 years for yes. them to get back. And yeah. for them, it's been like five minutes. Yep. And they're yeah. just like, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> you came back. Yes. Yeah. That movie's got ideas. It just, mm-hmm. it goes a little too far at the end by explaining everything. Yeah. Um, okay. Marvel corner. I'm, Picking two Marvel movies as my pinnacle of the Marvel era of this decade. Avengers Infinity War. I that's the Empire Strikes Back of the franchise because it is all build and the build is amazing. And then it just punches you in the face and it's just like, fuck you, come back in a year. And you're like, whoa, the one of the best reactions I can ever remember in a theater is when that movie just cuts to black. <laughs> it just ends. And one guy in the theater went, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. It was just, that was a great reaction. I, 
I the that, best for me was during Marvel's Avengers when <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's walking away and the guy next to me just goes, "Dad ass." <laughs> yep. Yeah. Also not wrong. Now the my my top reaction if we're doing that is that little kid when we saw Pacific Rim. Oh yeah. After the fight, just going. Wow. Like literally, yeah. this, like a Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim wow. You're like, that kid's mind just got blown. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. But uh, Infinity War is the one I've seen the most. I've watched that movie repeatedly. I I just I love everything about it. And it's got the Thor fuck yeah moment in it, which is just the best thing. Uh, and then the other one I'm going to point to is Captain America, the Winter Soldier, because that is a movie I was not high on the first time I saw it. And then I saw it again and I was like, oh, yeah, secret Nazis in the government. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> totally ahead of its time. But that movie has that. There is an emotional reaction to the events of that movie where it's just like, no, you will not do this. No. Mm-hmm. Like when the whole like Nick Fury car chase happens, I'm like, it is not time for this. You will yeah. not do this. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, I really like that in movies where it's just like, we are not doing this right now. And then the movie's like, yeah, we're not. So, uh, <laughs> so. Those are those are the two I can point. I, there are other Marvel movies that I gave five stars to and really really like. Guardians two is super emotional and all that stuff. And the first mm-hmm. Guardians is a lot of fun and all that. But those are the two I would point to and say, man, these two are my top tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the Quentin Tarantino decade for me. I had zero problems with Django Unchained or The Hateful Eight, and I really really almost super duper liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So he didn't let me down. I kept thinking he was going to. I, I've spent this decade like, oh, man, this is going to be the year where he blows it like he's just yeah. he doesn't have it anymore. It's gone. But I was wrong. And uh, my favorite horror movie of the decade is Cabin in the Woods. That to me is that that is just a mind blowing movie in a very fun way. It, it, it makes great use of Bradley Whitford. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I still quote oh, yeah. some of his dialogue to this day, even though it doesn't make sense in any realm of conversation whatsoever. Also good in Godzilla King of the Monsters. I, uh, I no, no, <laughs> I'm going to say no. Uh, He's the only one with any personality in that movie. Yeah, but it's an irritating personality. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, I, it was the right amount of him in in that in Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. And man, it's, what a trippy film like. You think you even going into it, not really knowing that it was going to become the thing it was. Yeah. Just the way that film starts of just these two guys in white shirts in a golf cart. And they just the way that title card slams onto the screen is you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) This is the first time the whole theater jumped. Yeah. Like everybody. Like it was one of those like, I don't know if I wasn't. I was only kind of halfway paying attention, but I just remember like feeling like I didn't jump for some reason and just like seeing everyone go Whoa, like all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's my that's my block of oh, honorable mentions. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, all right. I see how it is. Mm. No, I don't. Okay, <laughs> honorable mentions. I'm fucking with you. All right, so we're into the proper top ten and or whatever way you're doing this. Whatever anyone's doing okay. here. Your, your top of list. Sure. Yeah. That's that's the the more important section. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I figure I'll maybe do half of it and then pass it on. Maybe. Sure. Okay. Let's see what happens. Uh, so I did actually rank these. Um, if okay. you didn't remember. Uh, so my number ten. Uh, and again, you can question my rankings all you want, but number number ten for me is John Wick, the first, the original, the thing that was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. this is a thing, and I want more of these, and mm-hmm. we got them thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just 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 the original one. I mean, I will fully admit. When I rewatch it, I skip <laughs> the first couple minutes because I don't need to see that over and over again. Yeah, it's pretty 
it's a smart move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I still like it sets such a tone though. I know, like, but I it, know what happens and like yeah. 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 It's burned in my brain. I don't yeah. ever need to see it yeah. again. Yeah, the bloody paw prints. Jesus mm. Christ. Mm. It's just like I don't mm-hmm. I don't like seeing it, but I I also like I that you, always you want that bloodlust. <laughs> it, it's it puts me in exactly where I in exactly the frame of mind I need to be for the rest of that movie. Yeah. Not that I the rest of the movie kicks ass and it's not like I yeah, it it pushes the bloodlust over the over mm-hmm. the edge for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, next for me, I think it was in everybody's honorable mentions, but I, 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 Gravity, I'm putting it in my top 10. Like, that's, that movie's, like, damn near perfect. I know you can, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the fucking physics of things, but you know what? I I don't give a shit at the end of the day. It's like... You buy all of it when you're watching the movie. Exactly. It's, it it is 100% plausible in the, in the world that they have created and the rules that they've set. That being said, like, I just, it's, it's toit, it's, you know, it's full of tension and it's just, it's just great. And yeah, it's full of wonderful camera work. And I mean, mm-hmm. and a solid, solid ass performance by basically one person in the whole movie. I mean, you know, it's like Clooney's around for a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> spoilers. Uh, Clooney's around for a little <laughs> bit. Uh, yeah. And again, I, I got, now I'm, I'm in the corner where I'm hitting your honorable mentions, but uh, Pacific Rim, it's making my top 10. No qualms about it. I don't, I, I agree the the pinnacle fight is in the middle of the movie or thereabouts, mm-hmm. but I am okay with everything that happens after that too. Like I, I am I am with that movie beginning to end. So I it it, it yeah, we've we've talked about it enough. You know Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Um and then yeah, this is where I had to start kind of getting into like obviously I you know, I could just make my my top ten Marvel movies, but I'm not doing that. So uh I I still to this day if I if I have to pick you know, gun to my head so far, if I have to pick one Marvel movie that like someone is going to race them all and I can only have one, I, as good as so many others are, I'm still picking first Avenger, Captain America. That's mm-hmm. I yeah, that's yeah. it's just a movie that was made for me. And I, I I just wish we had you know, they're they're talking about there's there's all this like prequel talk and stuff like this and, and you can't wait too long, but it's like give me another World War Two movie. Like make me a Howling Commandos movie. Like Cap doesn't even really have to be in it. You know, if he doesn't want to make any more yeah. movies, just like, you know, take it from the point that he disappeared in the ice and let's see what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, make that yet another Disney Plus show. Yeah, I, I, I'm with it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. And I still think that War Bonds montage is the best thing in any Marvel movie. Yeah. I, yes. So, yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm so with that movie. So uh, number six for me, uh, I must I must be feeling violent tonight because I feel like I realized I'm picking several pretty violent movies. But for number <laughs> me, number six for me is The Raid Redemption. Mm. Um, it was tough to like pick. Like, I feel like those guys have advanced, you know, like there, there's some there's some better stuff that has come along after it as far as style. But like The Raid was just like a holy shit. You, you can do this in movies kind of moment when I saw it the first time. Um, that it's just you can kill someone in a movie. <laughs> kind of, that's what it felt like. I mean, like, I, mean, I was just like, well, I was you watching you guys. Like. I was just watching shit. And I was like, that that man is dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, uh huh. Long live that man. But uh, yeah, it's just like I said, they're they're just things have gone past it, and I like even said, even that core group of guys have made movies that I think are more brutal and and maybe maybe better structured since. Um, but like I said, there's, there's just something about seeing that movie for the first time. It just, it's just set a template for these ultra violent, you know, quasi Kung Fu movies, mm-hmm. you know? Um, 
yeah, Raid's awesome. And directed by a Welshman brought me Indonesian violence. <laughs> Whatever. The world's mm-hmm. kind of great sometimes. Sometimes it sucks, but every once in a while you have these weird things that just come together where it's like, I'm going to go to Indonesia and find this group of dudes and you know, like, get them together. And go on. Dudes want to wreck each other. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> go ready, on. <laughs> ready to die for their craft. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, mm-hmm. let's put it on film. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what else you gonna do with it? Yeah, <laughs> I, that, that's that's five of my ten. Do you do you want me to keep going or do you want to take a no? Nah. Right, take a pause. Okay. Yeah, we'll take no. a pause. Nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let the man have a break. Yeah, yeah. take a breath. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm gonna do my ten through six. Okay. And my number ten is Blade Runner 2049. I wondered if someone was going to mention that. Yes, it's you. I was going to mention <laughs> it. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. This has everything I want. It's got beautiful visuals. It's asking a lot of philosophical questions and I kind of think I like it more than the original Blade Runner. A couple more, a little bit further. I yeah. got a spit take there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's it. I'm so happy. It didn't just retread the first one, especially mm-hmm. in the time it came out. I was expecting it to be like, all right, here's Blade Runner, but it's Ryan Gosling, you know, that sort of thing, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> It almost felt like an Oprah thing. Yeah. It's, it's Blade Runner, Gosling. but it's Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Look under your chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just absolutely gorgeous movie. So Okay. Um my number nine is Kubo and the Two Strings. Uh again, one of those like tales that feels like it's like this classic folk tale type thing, but it's like, no, these people made up this story for this. And yeah, I, I it's just and it might be my favorite soundtrack of this decade. I mean, just, it's just a fantastic, beautiful movie. It's like, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, this is why I watch movies is to see things like this and to know that all that all was done basically as, you know, stop motion is fucking mind boggling. Mm -hmm. Like just amazing. I I feel like give Kubo another five, maybe 10 years and it's going to start gaining iron giant like status. I hope so. Cause I just really feel like it's like something people just overlooked, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, I I hope so because I I it, it's a movie I could literally recommend to anyone, oh, yeah. and be like, yeah, you you need to see this. So, uh, another movie I could recommend to literally anyone: John Wick, at number eight. <laughs> yes, my grandmother would love John Wick. Yeah, um, yeah, I I mean, there's not more. I I will always prefer the first one because of kind of like the purity of it, and it's got a very clear through line. It's like you killed his dog, now you die, you know. I mean, and that's, and obviously the dog represents much more than just being his dog, but it's still, still a dog. Yeah. yeah. It's still, you fucked up. You fucked with the most dangerous man on the planet and now he's coming to kill you. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that. And everyone knows it. They're like, when they, when they were like, oh, you fucked, wait, you, you stole John Wick's car and you killed his dog. It's like, why did you murder all of us? Cause mm-hmm. you just murdered us, you know? And it's uh, basically all of. All of the underworld being camp counselors and John Wick is Jason coming for them and them all <laughs> shitting their pants appropriately. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yep. And then the action delivers. You know, it, it's like finally somebody locked down the camera, didn't shaky cam the shit, didn't overly zoom in. They're like, no, we pulled the camera back, we locked it down, and we're going to show you the fights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad other movies have been taking the cue from that for a little bit now. Yeah. I mean, the amazing things about it, and, and, and its sequels, too, because they're all the same director, I believe. Um, uh, yeah. Um, but it's, like, directed by a stuntman, but it's, like, 
to the point that like the camera is practically a stuntman. Like the placement of the camera is exciting. Like a car will whip, whip around and miss the camera by millimeters, you know, and things like that. It's just like it's yeah. it's top to bottom stunt stuntific, you know. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like you know the yeah, that, no, I'm, like, well, I'm saying like I mean like most stunt movies would be like all right, put the camera safe like 75 yards back and we're gonna blow this shit up. And this is like now this is the exact point that I can whip this car and not hit the camera, mm-hmm. you know, or this guy can fall and just barely miss this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and two and three are both awesome. Yeah, obviously, but the first one I I feel is the best one. Uh, at number seven, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Rushmore will always be my favorite Wes Anderson movie. This one is his masterpiece. Like this is, I don't think he will ever top this movie. And I rewatched it again, and I was only going to watch certain parts of it, and then I was just like, fuck it, watch the entire thing. And it is the best use of his style of artificiality. Like it's, he uses his style of us. Okay. Everyone knowing, all right, he's going to balance the frame perfectly. He's going to center this person perfectly. He's going to do all this stuff. And it's him using all that to enhance the story rather than pull away from it and feel too quirky for its own good. Mm-hmm. Um, and for my money, Ray finds best performance like out of any movie. He's so fucking good in that movie. And he, he basically carries it through the whole thing. And he's just like, just this bizarre, amazing character in this weird place. And just the time jumps that they take and, you know, the way the nonlinear story goes and just, uh, I want F Murray Abraham to like narrate my life because his voice is so good. <laughs> okay it's so good. Like that's another one. That's like, watch that again, because that like that one feels like the one you can sell somebody like, man, I don't get that Wes Anderson shit. It's like, all right, try this one. So yeah. And uh, at number six, it's a tie. Cause I'm weird like that, but Captain America, winter soldier and guards of the galaxy. Those are my two favorite Marvel movies. Um, guards of the galaxy, the first, yes. The okay. First one. Yeah. yeah. That one. I, I just have a smile through my face throughout I, the I mean, entire I, thing for, for for no i'm just gonna say for a hot minute i thought i was the only one that like prefers the first one to the second one no don't get me wrong the second one second one's fantastic punches you in the gut the first one, one but, there's this joy of discovery throughout yeah, it sure. that just doesn't stop yeah yeah because like, it's got the i can't believe this is a thing yeah, yeah. It, like it, and it's just like the, the last time i watched it i just re- remember realizing i just had like this grin on my face and i'm like i've seen this a, a dozen times and i'm still just like this is so good. I love that so much, you know? Yeah. And that happens like six or seven times in that movie. Guardians just, the first one was just so good because I mean, it, it came at a point where, you know, you're getting deep in the, in the Marvel lore, mm-hmm. you know, and it was very hard to like, just pick a movie and be like, Hey, you want to see if you like Marvel movies? And guardians is like a perfect candidate to be like, I know you know nothing about this. Watch this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there might be a reference or two. You don't understand. You know, you can ask me who's that if it's like a, hey, this means something to the comic book people. That's Chappie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Chappie. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but no, like, I mean, like, as soon as I got that on, on like, Blu-ray, I, like, showed my parents. I was just like, yeah. you know, you know I like Marvel movies, and I know you think it's this, this huge roadblock to be able to watch them, watch this movie. And mm-hmm. immediately yeah. it was like, yeah, this is fun. And, and that soundtrack. Yeah. God. Um, and Winter Soldier, I think, is just the best balance of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, everything Marvel, that is the one that hones it to have the best action scenes, to have the most connection to what's going on in the story to just everything about it. I think it is the, the top Marvel movie for me. 
and Guardians is like that little fraction past it in the background. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, no top five yet. We can wait. Suspense. Sure. There's some mighty fine listing going on. I'm trying. As I mentioned before, I have not put mine in order, but I have arranged most of mine into zones. Chunks. <laughs> so. A white zone is for immediate loading and unloading of movies only. Oh, yeah. man. There's no stopping in the red so, zone. These are my favorite movies of the 2010s arranged into zones because I wanted to have something other than just rattling off you know, mm-hmm. 15 movies. Okay. Um, I have, I've put 15 in my top, um, just ten. because, it, yeah, 15 in my top 10. Okay, cool. Um, be, just because that kind of, uh, honestly, there were 14 and then Mackie, uh, talking about, uh, Blade Runner 2049 kind of reminded me that, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really good. Um, so in no particular order in, in weird zones, um, the Edgar Wright zone, uh, <laughs> All right. Baby Driver and Scott Pilgrim. Baby Driver is probably the like the pinnacle of his style so far. We if there is a if there is a loving and kind god up there, uh we will get another one um that will be as good as or better than either of those, but um Baby Driver is just fucking outstanding. I I wouldn't change a single thing about that movie except for if I could rearrange the universe so that Kevin Spacey isn't a dick hole, you know, that'd be mm-hmm. nice. Um, but that's the only thing that I think I'd change about that. Yeah, that would be um, great. Scott Pilgrim, same thing. There, I mean, except for Kevin Spacey, because he's not in Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> but um, it is a movie that I return to again and again and again and again and again and again and again. It's probably the one on my list that I've seen the most. If somebody tied me down and put a gun to my head, I'm... I might put it as my favorite of the 2010s for numerous reasons. Like Baby Driver, I think is better, um, but Scott Pilgrim I like more. Um, the music in it, the fact that there's so much original music, and the that just just really nice blend of video gamey bullshit weirdness and lovely music into one film um, is fantastic, and I. I came to the source material only after um, having seen the movie, but I really like the source material as well, and I and I think it's a, a really fantastic adaptation of the source material. Um, I have. <laughs> it's interesting. Like I, I really liked Scott Pilgrim, and I kind of like, or I really liked the movie, and I kind of like I identified a little bit with Scott Pilgrim, and I thought like he was the hero of the movie for a little bit. And there was a, there was sort of a change in my, like in the way I viewed the world throughout the 2010s. And like, that's called age. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've matured and I realized that like Scott Pilgrim is, is a shithead and he deserves all the shit that happens to him. And he's not like, he's not the good guy in that, in the Scott Pilgrim story. Um, I love it. It's wonderful. Um, I would watch it again and again and again, like I already have. Okay, so we're going to move into the next zone so I don't uh, ramble myself to death. And the next zone is um, sequels, like 25 years later uh, or more. <laughs> um, but 
the first one is Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just an unfuckwithable movie. I love it. Um, you don't need like me to explain why Mad Max Fury Road is fucking awesome um, because the entire internet has done it way better than I ever could. It's fucking awesome. If you haven't seen it yet, what is wrong with you? Sit down and watch Mad Max Fury Road twice. Um, yeah, just get on Twitter and say, who here likes Fury Road? And the entirety of film Twitter will come at you. <laughs> yep. Hey, bro. Hey. Oh, have you seen it? Um, the next is Blade Runner 2049. Um, how did that How did that manage to be good? How did we end up with a sequel to Blade Runner in this decade that that was good? It's how did we end up with a sequel to Blade Runner at all? Well, yeah, like (laughs) it's so bizarre that it could turn out like it like it did. Like it look the fact that they merely got the feeling of the Blade Runner universe correct, like just that alone Mm -hmm. is like massively worth accolades. Like it's it's important. It's almost impossible for me to imagine that somebody could take the universe of Blade Runner and put it in a sequel. I just don't. I just it boggles the mind that 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 it happened at all. Um, and then that there's a a good movie in there is just kind of breathtaking. I I don't understand how we live in a universe that deserves that. Um, <laughs> so speaking of sequels, I'm going to move on to um, sort of my a whole lot of movies sequel uh, zone and I'll go through these kind of quick um, with my favorite of, of each um, the John wick trilogy. Uh, we all love John wick. My favorite is obviously the first one, but um, we don't deserve a John wick trilogy and we have one and we're getting another one next is fast five plus. So the beyond fast five or fast five and beyond fast and furious universe I love it. It's just a bunch of like these guys from these stupid car racing movies are now superheroes and they solve problems around the world and they're like mm-hmm. the A team with nitrous um, <laughs> plus 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 and the best of them is, best of them is Fast Five because it came out of nowhere. It did exactly what it meant to do and it. I think each one has gotten successfully or successively crazier and crazier, but it doesn't have the deftness and it doesn't have the punch that fast five did. Um, they're just, they're just great. Um, or it's just like uh, magnificent. Um, uh, and then Marvel, uh, Marvel as a whole, you know, I know it <laughs> Marvel, the Royal Marvel, <laughs> the Royal Marvel. Yeah. Um, you know, I know we, it, it kicked off in the two thousands, but, uh, really, it delivered us 35,000 fucking movies in um, in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to pick one that's like my absolute favorite. And I even vacillate between two when I'm trying to pick one. But the first, what I wrote down first was Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, it's, that one has the most punch for me somehow. Um, it's, whenever I want to test out somebody's like, sound system and TV, the go-to used to be um, the Fifth Element and the Diva Plava Laguna scene. Mm-hmm. Now the go-to is the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, and 
most of the time when I start watching that movie, I have to watch it all the way through because I just get really wrapped into everything that's going on there. It's got incredible emotional punch. Um, it's a pretty nice story. It's gorgeous as all hell. Pretty nice. Um, we're we're talking about like compared to the rest of everything on my list. I know. Um, yeah, it uh, the Mary Poppins thing just fucking kills me every time. And um, yeah, it's either like that one or Thor Ragnarok are the are the ones that I like. Or those two or Thor Ragnarok are the ones that I find myself thinking of most often. Um, I know like everybody loves Winter Soldier, um, but that's the one for me. And I think I'll go ahead and pass the torch. Um, yeah? Yeah, I've got three more zones and an odd man <laughs> out, so I'll pass the torch for now. <laughs> okay. Um, I could describe these as zones, I guess. Uh, I'm going to do five through three for me on my bullet Wait, point what? list. So you're not even going to finish off? No. Oh, okay. No, because these will take a little longer than the top two. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. So at number five, I am picking John Wick one through three. Oh, yeah. I could highly recommend those movies. Yes. Uh, the reason that it's hard for me to... Yes, I agree the first one is the best one because it is a new experience. When that thing came out, you're like, oh, wow. And I can agree that they are a, a series of diminishing returns as the sequels come out, but they're all still great. I don't... None of them feel slight, whereas I would drop them below a five... Like I've come mm. out of every one and been well, like... We haven't had a Lethal Weapon 3 yet. You know, exactly. Like there hasn't, like, <laughs> yes, they haven't broken it yet. Yeah, it, yeah. The thing for me that, that balances out the like, yeah, okay, I've seen him do this, is the escalation of, what the fuck is this universe? Mm-hmm. Like, they're just pulling out diamond-encrusted crosses and handing them in for tickets to get doubloons to give to a lady who trains ballerinas and, you know, that will buy him seven minutes so he can build a gun to shoot one bullet and then <laughs> go into another room and, As fl- you do. and fling 14 knives at a dude. You know, it's just... I, I I love movies where it's just hey put all your ideas down on a piece of paper we'll get them in there somewhere we'll figure it out we'll just we'll figure out how to do it so I'm just including all three because there's no way I could pick one of them over any of the others uh, so then number four is Fast Five through whatever the eighth one is called the Fate of the Furious I guess yes, yes. um fully recognizing that seven is the least of the bunch. Seven had business it had to take care of, and that business was a bummer, and it kind of, that movie is kind of isolated as, oh, that's the sad one. The rest of them are the dumbest shit ever. Like, I went with you guys to see Fast Five Mm -hmm. against my will. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go because the first four Fast and Furious movies are trash. Now they're not trash. Now they're better. Now that my brain is broken, but that's now what your brain's been realigned. <laughs> because Fast Five broke my fucking brain to where all I want is the dumbest shit. That's all I want. I used to be highfalutin film guy, and now I just want sure, just drag those safes across the entire country and do whatever. And the rock is real sweaty and throw each other through walls. It's all I want. Those movies broke my brain, and I couldn't be happier about it. I, I, you know, even like looking at seven and saying, yeah, seven's the least of them. He 
fucking rips a Gatlin gun off of a helicopter and just, you know, that's the one where the rock is just and like, says, daddy's got to go to yeah, work. My arm's broken. Ain't got time for that. Busts himself, just flexes out of the fucking cast and is like, I'm fine. Let's do this. <laughs> it's all the dumbest shit. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like every Super Bowl, I'm like, show me the Fast and Furious trailer, please. <laughs> just that's all. It's the only reason I'm here. I just want to see 30 seconds of whatever. Just taking a Scud missile on an ice lake. And just pointing it in another direction i need it guys um i just had an idea maybe when they get to the 10th one <laughs> <laughs> should <laughs> go on what, what should do you have a title suggestion yeah it should be called fast 10 okay <laughs> it's a good call that's great i'm done yeah there's, okay there's, fast 10 yeah yeah, that, yeah that's clever i think that's what they should call yeah, the 10th that's one that's cute yeah but it's a tin because it's like the wedding thing. oh right oh, yeah, right. 10. yeah, yeah, yeah it's fast 10, 10. Yeah, yeah like yeah. fast 10 yeah. like like 10 like 10 pushing yeah. 10 yeah yeah pushing 10 fastly <laughs> Pushing Rin Ten Ten. Just thinking about you talking about the Super Bowl commercial. Uh-huh. I just remember posting on Twitter, like as soon as that commercial ended, yeah. I was like, you guys, <laughs> they jumped a car from one skyscraper to another skyscraper. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was that was all I could say. Mm-hmm. All in caps. Yeah. And I was like, uh, everybody needs to know about this. Yes. Hey, guys. People, <laughs> people, people didn't know. Yeah, people have to know. <laughs> Um, people weren't watching the Super Bowl. They missed this. Only 45 million people saw it. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one I will talk about uh, is Drive and Baby Driver. Now, not just because the titles are the same, mm-hmm. but because those are two movies that have a plot that has been done a million times. There is no reason for these movies to come along and do it again and be so goddamn good. But they both have such a sense of style to them that it takes this well-worn story that is just, you know, TV movies are doing this. I'm the driver or, you know, protect the lady or just and and turns them into revelations, basically, of just like, wow, cinema movies are awesome. Look at how good movies are and listen to how good movies sound. And both of those came along and just like refreshed me in a way like. Man, movies. I love movies. Probably both at a time where I was like, movies mostly suck now. (laughs) And then they both came out. I was like, nope, I was wrong. Movies are great. You just got to find the ones that are what you want. So there you go. I'm going to save my top two. All right. All right. I was going to knock out my top five. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you're doing over there. Maybe we can go back to to Chuck's top two after your top five. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was I just got a top five. Top, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So number five for me, uh, despite rankings of years past, I'm going Mad Max Fury Road because I, I I'm not diminishing Ex Machina at all because I think it's fantastic. But to me, Fury Road is just one of those things like in 30 years, we will look back and be like Fury Road. Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like Ex Machina might like be relegated to some like, especially Ex Machina is also going to be one of those problems like when we have some of that future shit it's going to start looking stupid whereas like Fury Road will always be like oh we're never probably we're hopefully probably never getting to flame throwing guitars and wearing tires and shit on us you know know. well by that time we won't be able to view (laughs) right yeah right telling people not to get addicted to water right right yeah so I mean it's just like I said I I feel like you're saying we'll have sex robots by the time we're coming back around on Ex Machina and be like they don't look like that yeah pretty much okay Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not diminishing X Machina. I just I was looking at it from a standpoint of like maybe I was. I mean, I'm not saying I didn't at the time enjoy X Machina more. I'm looking at this as like this is a decade. Fury Road is going to go down in the history books. 
Like mm-hmm. it's just going to, it's going to be forever good. Yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's going to be timeless. Like yeah. you said, like, yeah. like you're going to, because they don't have any future tech in that thing. Right. It's all, it's just you know, random cobbled together with whatever we have. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I just, Fury Road's great. It's colorful. It's crazy. I still never watched the Chrome, like black and white version. Part of me wants to, but then part of me is like, I don't, you know, just take away one of the things that's that really cool. That scene where they're this. driving in the storm yeah. just isn't going to look as cool in black and white. Yeah. yeah. But I don't, I don't It's great. Um, number four, it's been talked about, but it's still really, really high for me. It's Cabin in the Woods. Um, Cabin in the Woods is fucking amazing. I, I mean, testament for how much I like Cabin in the Woods is me going to see Cabin in the Woods the first time was one of the worst movies going experiences I've ever had. Like literally, probably almost got shot. <laughs> um, that's wow. a pretty bad experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just saying. Like, there, there's some shit was almost started. And uh, anyway, but despite that, I'm like I'm, all that tossed out the window. That movie's fucking rad, and I love it. And it's, <laughs> it, it's the exact like to me, it's the exact perfect balance between it is actually a horror movie, but it is also like, you know, breaking the fourth wall. It's, yeah, it, it's just it's, it's like it's way more clever scream. You know, Scream was like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna like blow the lid off of a small section of horror movies. Cabin in the Woods is like, fucking, we're just gonna try to explain all horror movies, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, it's just, it's just it's it's next level, and it's also willing to end where it ends. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's great. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I heard somebody, we're gonna make a sequel to Cabin in the Woods. It's like, did you fucking <laughs> did you see Cabin, Cabin in the Woods? In like, the woods. like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> No. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, yeah. So the like the, the this top three is I had a hard time like ranking them in a certain way, and then I had to just kind of come to this uh, conclusion. Uh, for me, number three is Scott Pilgrim um, versus the world. If you want the entire title, mm-hmm. but uh, oh. yeah, I just man, I mean Edgar Wright for me is like director of the decade. I mean, really, because I mean <laughs> yeah. it's like you know world's in I, I think is still really solid i mean it's it's not my favorite of the cornetto tri- trilogy by far but it's still in this decade and it's still really solid um but yeah i mean and then scott pilgrim just being like holy shit this shouldn't be as good as it is and it absolutely is um yeah and like i said i just that was just one of those movies where i i was like i i am so confused by my reactions to this movie that i i like you were talking about like brain breaking i was like i I'm pretty sure I really enjoyed that, but I don't know if I could just tell people to go see it. You know, I was I was so like walking to eggshells, like, am I crazy or is that awesome? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's just there hadn't been anything like it. I don't mm-hmm. think ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. For for me, number two, uh, shocking as it may be, but the, I I thought it was going to be everyone's like number one or close to it's Fast Five. I'm not cheating and picking other Fast and Furious movies. It's fucking Fast Five dead i'm drawing a line in the fucking sand right, yeah fine. well i mean <laughs> to be fair i yeah that was my favorite of those oh yeah, but yeah i know same here i know i'm just saying like that is fucking it's a great ass movie and nothing more needs to be said about it on this mm-hmm. podcast um and for well, me well i mean I'm just, <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean like i and the number one for me is baby driver hey, I mean, we, we were talking about hey. like movies made for you like never has a movie been more made for me than that movie yep ever mm-hmm. ever ever like i ever <laughs> like i just i i'm i'm in shock like it was like what about ever no okay <laughs> never ever <laughs> ever ever um but yeah I, that movie was made for me and i'm i'm happy that there's some cohabitated part of my brain with edgar wright's that like likes the same things and thinks the same things are cool and the same things look cool 
and stylistically and musically and everything. I was just, I was a hundred percent on board with that movie. Yep. And that was the easy number one. The, I don't think I've ever seen you happier than when you came out of baby driver. You're oh, just like, thank you. Like, yes, that, yeah. You're just like that. That was yeah. everything in that movie was that's uh, there. His movies are yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. That's I don't have to see everything for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. Right. That's my number one. Good choice of the decade. There's a reason we're friends. Because mm-hmm. four of my top five you've just talked about. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go five. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Good call. Uh, this is the one I've seen the second most times out of any movie this decade. Obviously, it came out beginning of the decade, so I've had more opportunity. Yeah. But like, I still cannot watch that opening scene without immediately wanting to be like, all right, who knows how to play what instruments? We're starting a fucking band. <laughs> I can't remember if it was you, Mackie, or you, Harlow, that made me watch Scott Pilgrim. One of you gave me the, the Blu-ray or something, or one of you sat me down it and watched it. probably him, because I remember watching it right before Golden Jocks. And I watched it like three times in one weekend. <laughs> but I, I do know that when I watched it for the first time, that sparked like six months of discussion between you and I over when we were starting our fucking rock band. Yeah. Like we were going to start <laughs> we were gonna do some it. sort of rock band. I didn't care what I had to play, uh, <laughs> guitar, bass. I just wanted you to play the drums mm-hmm. because you, we had been playing a shitload of rock band yeah. video game. And it just like made me want to play. Yeah. Made me want to play music too. And, and then on top, like, I mean, that whole Beck soundtrack for that, like all the songs are really good. Yes. You know, and like that point in when they're playing Threshold and they like hit that point where everything kicks in and like everything turns into monsters yes. on the screen is like, I get chills just thinking about that moment. And there are dozens of awesome moments in that movie. And it's just such a ridiculous, crazy visual feast that I did not see coming out of Edgar Wright coming into that movie. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, he obviously had style. Like, you know, you watch um, hot fuzz and just like the way all the cuts are done and everything is like stylistically good, but he'd never made a movie like this many effects and just craziness in it. And to think that, you know, I fucking love a movie <laughs> that has that guy as the main character, you know, is like, it was unthinkable to me. Oh, you mean Scott Pilgrim or, or Michael, Michael Sarah? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, and Scott Pilgrim, you know, and now, yeah. now like the discourse has gone around to, well, you know, Scott Pilgrim's actually a, a shitty dude. And it's like, yeah, we know. We get it. <laughs> like, you can't. <laughs> If you're not shitty, you yeah. can't be redeemed at the end. Yeah, like you, that's you, how this fucking works. You can't milkshake Duck Scott Pilgrim. We've known he was an <laughs> asshole for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but and, I mean, and then you got like a character named Knives Chow. I mean, come on, like yeah. she's, just, a- she's Asian. I know. Yeah. And and just knowing that that basically the entire third act they made up. Oh yeah. And that the comic had just gone a completely different direction. And just think like, you know, you got Lucas Lee in there, you got the vegan plate. Like there are so that movie is so fucking packed mm-hmm. with so many awesome things. Yeah. You've got you've got Captain America, Captain Marvel, and, and Superman all in yeah. one movie. Yep. <laughs> and some incredibly stupid things that fucking work. Mm-hmm. Like, like just like Aubrey Lucas Plaza. Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza getting beeped every time she swears. Yes. And putting the tape over her mouth, like just little things like that. Like, yeah, they, there's so many good things in that movie. Um, I, and I know 
the style grates on some people. And there's every once in a while I'll watch it, but like, yeah, that's kind of, uh, it's kind of a bit much, you know, it, it's almost like too quippy mm-hmm. at certain points, but I don't care. Like I want to exist in that world. And it's just like, it very much captures that hanging out with friends when you don't really have jobs that matter and you don't really have that much money, but you're just kind of having fun living your life when you're young thing that I think too many people have, <laughs> they've gotten too far from. So they forget what that's like, but, but yeah, I love that movie. And uh, next up Mad Max Fury road huh. for obvious reasons. I mean, it's like, it's, it's still just boggles my mind. They're like, let's just do the third act and make that the whole movie. It's like, yep. All right. Here we go. <laughs> and uh, just introducing that many, that many good characters and having them interact in unexpected ways. Just, it's, it's, it's just a fantastic movie. I mean, and it's just, and, and it's, I'm glad it's showing up on so many like official critics lists because that is the kind of thing. Like, I mean, you got the fucking doof warrior jumping around on bungee cords, playing a guitar that spits flame. And there's like a legit movie critics are like, yeah, this is one of the best films of the decade. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) that's how good Fury Road is, you know? Yeah. So it could have gone the entire, (laughs) the opposite way. The Doof Warrior is very serious business. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, and I think the first time I just got, I let myself get overwhelmed and it was like too much. Well, and that's one of those ones that had just been built up too much. Yeah. And there were people that had written in and been like, um, Movie of Move the over fucking, Fast Five. Yeah. You got a new champion, and we're, and we're like, "Hold you, on a minute!" You shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, no that yeah. that movie delivered, and to think that it that this was the guy who'd been making Happy Feet movies and other shit for the past ten years, babe. Yeah, uh, and it's like, oh yeah, you yeah. still had this in you. Excuse me. I mean, no, I babe, know, but babe's I'm saying, totally fine and cool and all yeah, that. But so I'm Happy saying, Feet, like, <laughs> Happy Feet's pretty good. Yeah, they're good movies. Yes, yes there's a big difference they're between those movies and fucking Mad Max. Oh, Fury this, Road. this is the Eddie Murphy returning to R-rated movies. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. it's just like that. It's like whoa that they let him make this <laughs> and that he pulled it off, mm-hmm. and they will never let that happen again. No, they won't. Wasn't but, there what the, wasn't there talk that they were going to make it? There was, but the rights are held up in all sorts of weird places. But either way, like. <laughs> mind-blowing movie yeah. just that's all i can say um my number three skyfall i absolutely love skyfall i mean there are only two bond movies ahead of it for me and i i mean i don't i don't know what else to say really but you know we've we've talked yeah. the hell out of skyfall but i fucking love skyfall and you're pissed you don't have it on your list aren't you fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I saw it i considered it i, I mean yeah I, I don't know. It's just, it is great. I, I, I yeah, I, I just, that's, uh, I think I'm just one of those people like I, when, when it's an era of bond, I lock into like, this is my movie. Like, so it's yeah, like, so Casino Royale right. is still a better movie. Right. And that's what I'm, that's where I'm fight. That's what I fight with. I'm like, I don't know why there's no yeah. reason for it to be like, there's one Sean Connery movie. There's one Roger mm-hmm. Moore movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, 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 well, I mean, my list is like, Casino Royale, Goldeneye, should, should Skyfall. One Timothy Dalton, movie. or not Goldeneye? What I was saying, Goldfinger, Skyfall. It's like Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye. <laughs> Goldeneye's not. But yeah, Goldeneye hasn't held up. I mean, you can pick. But you anyway, can, you can have whichever Pierce Brosnan one you want. I don't care. Yeah. I don't but yeah, them. but Skyfall. Like, I. That's why. That's why I watched Spectre, hoping. Oh, God, I hope I get another Skyfall. I didn't. Hmm. I, I'll watch the new one. And be like, 
man, I hope this is as good as Skyfall, and we'll see. Probably Spectre, not. Spectre has one of my favorite opening like scenes, yeah. though. Yeah, I, I, Spectre has good moments, but man, it gets, I don't know what the fuck by the end of it. So yeah, but no, Skyfall does not have that. Sky, <laughs> Skyfall, it just, it is the right balance of Bond stupid along with like Bond well done mm-hmm. espionage <laughs> stuff. Like, I mean, it's got a fucking Komodo dragon that eats a guy. Kind of straw dogs ending. Yeah. Is is Skyfall yeah, Skyfall's the one where the guy like jumps on or jumps off of a Komodo dragon? It's in a pit in a club. He gets thrown yeah. into the pit in the right. club yeah. and he gets eaten. And that thing But I mean it's got that him. opening scene where he jumps off of the crane onto the train and the first thing he does is straighten his cuffs. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. like that's You're like, mm-hmm, that's fuck like yes. <laughs> that's like if someone says, What's James Bond? I'm like, show that scene right there. And that just yep. It's a way to sum up James Bond in one, you know, five second scene. So number two, Baby Driver. Hey, good choice. Yeah. Edgar Wright. Again, I, I feel like I need to revisit World's End. I may not have been in the right mood for it because I've loved, yeah, obviously I've loved all his movies. And this to me is like the culmination. Like, like, like you said, this is like a movie that feels like it was made for me. Like if I was making a movie, the movie would be so similar to this in tone in editing and just in every way it was put together and i have watched that opening yeah bell bottom scene so many times yeah it's actually a movie it's like a movie that almost makes me angry because like if i were trying to get into <laughs> no i'm saying if i were trying to get into movies i would watch that and be like fuck it never mind yeah yeah <laughs> i can't do that <laughs> yeah. i don't know how i top this yeah. yeah like it's it's just one of those movies where it's like I, I why even try well and it's not and it's not only that but it's like <laughs> the thing about scott pilgrim is i enjoy everything but i never quite have that emotional connection to it but by the end when they're driving in the car and you kind of hear his mom singing easy on the radio i'm like oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> i can't handle this you know mm-hmm. and that's something I feel that's lacking in all of Edgar Wright's other movies is kind of that, that actual emotional connection that doesn't quite happen, you know, anywhere else, but there, Yeah, at I mean, least for me. I mean, the, the, the entire Cornetto trilogy is pretty glib. I mean, I mean, it, yeah. he was carrying that over from space. I mean, everyone is kind of an asshole to everybody else in space, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. it's, yeah. And, and world's end. I mean, the thing I connect most with, strangely enough is like uh gary's desperation in the beginning to be with these other people again and it's like you can't remake that time you know and that's that that's as close as i get to anything like that but it's nothing like the way you know the way baby driver ends basically um but yeah but i mean and then you have fucking awesome car chases and shootouts and everything else set to you know like (laughs) That 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 whole chase scene where, where uh, Hocus Pocus is playing is just like everything about it is like God. I I wish I could make something like this. Just I, I sit watching, going, I wish I had the talent and the ability to make something like this. Mm-hmm. But at least I get to watch it. Mm-hmm. So, and number one, of course, is Fast Five. I mean, I, to me, there it like that when I wrote the list, it was like number one, Fast Five. All right, where's everything else fall? Mm-hmm. Like there was never any fucking question whatsoever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like if for a second, Fast Five is like the perfect fucking balance of everything those movies need to be. And I remember watching the first four, the weekend, like that weekend, like that Friday night and that Saturday morning, and then going to see Fast Five right after that. Mm-hmm. And just you know, and that's where we met Chuck. 
in person. So it's obviously got kind of a personal connection for, you know, for me and oh, for the rest shit, of you're us. Right? Yeah, I should put that lower. Hold on. For <laughs> <laughs> shut up. You guys hang out like eight times I a week. I know. That's yeah. why it's funny. We're <laughs> yeah. a bickering couple here. But <laughs> but you know, like I alluded to last week, like Fast Five is the one where all the ludicrousness. Not just ludicrous, but mm-hmm. ludicrous. It's like, like ludicrous. The ludicrosity. Is it like ludicrous like miss? Yeah. But no, just like the insanity, the absolute insanity of it felt fresh. And it was balanced enough where it was like, this is so stupid, but this is so fucking awesome. And it never felt like it, it always felt like the awesome pushed past the stupid. And it was just like, here you go. Because, you know, because I mean, I cannot describe the go. first time watching that where we're like, you know, you're like, okay, we know they got to steal all the money out of the vault. How are they going to do it? And they literally pull a safe out of a wall, pull a fucking vault out and start dragging it down the street. Well, even still like behind while, cars. while it's happening for a second, you're like, I mean, you know, before prior to that, you're like, oh, okay. So they're going to hook the muscle cars up to the safe, pull the door off. Not take the whole fucking safe. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, man, they're going to bust that safe open. Yeah. A little bit of acid on the, on the hinges yeah. and vessel yeah. car. And no. Yeah. And then they drag that safe for another 10 fucking minutes. <laughs> yeah. Destroying half of Brazil. Well, along the, the way, the entire third act of that movie had been them planning how they were going to get in there and open the safe. And then they're just like, we got to fucking go. Yeah. And that's what their plan is. Just fuck it. Drag I mean, it. <laughs> and I've said it before. You know, I've, I've been saying it for the past few years, but this is like. This is one of the best action movies of the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. Now it's past 30 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, like, I feel like when we're you know, 25 years from now, we're going to be like, yeah, Fast Five. We're going to talk about that like we talk about fucking Predator, like we talk about fucking Die Hard, you know, like the movies that just last and endure. And you're like, man, like, hey, kid, you want to see a fucking action movie? <laughs> like, watch fucking Fast Five, you little fucking baby. What's wrong with you? a weird van you're driving around <laughs> hey kid <No. laughs> it's like, just like, a van with a no, dvd player I'm saying it's like your, your nephew who's like yeah i saw a cool movie you know and you're like oh you want to see a cool movie you little shit <laughs> i like to think instead of like head scrawled like free candy it's yeah. just like free stunts yeah. well and, no, and you've just got a pocket full of ipod nanos where you're just like hey kid yeah. but not only that shit on. but it's also i feel like the rock finally meeting his potential as a movie star yep. in a character that's like, all right, the rock can be the rock, but not the rock. He can be an actual character and sell fucking everything. This character's doing and sweat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sweat. I mean, I, that, 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 this is the movie I've seen the most this decade easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I fucking love it. Fast five. The other ones are pale shadows. <laughs> They're fucking garbage by comparison. <laughs> Fast five. I don't want to hear this talk about seven. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> Mackie's pounding on Eight. the table. Yeah, you know he feels. Eight, nobody cares. Chris Jeff over here. Yeah, no, I, but I, Fast Five's the pinnacle of that series, and it's kind of a bummer. Like, and just thinking of the jump that Justin Lin took from four, yeah. which is not good. No, and Tokyo Drift, which is not anything like those. Mm-mm. And then suddenly it's like, all right, here's Fast. Here's like. It's like, dude, what were you holding out on us like that for? Holy shit. Yeah. Like, what planning meeting did you have? Like, I wanted the genesis of that. Like, at what point did they just go, okay, listen, let's just go fucking nuts. <laughs> like, well, yeah. like when, well, all the shit with the train in the beginning, too. Like, yeah. we, we always talk about the safe, but you forget about that shit. Sure. You know, there's, it's 
Well, that's the moment that broke me in the theater. That's the thing I laughed out loud at is when they go off the bridge and they just look at each other and go, well, <laughs> well they, like, yep. get, they get an action pose. <laughs> yes. Like as long as you like ride it, ride the car down, you're going to be fine. Like just like the elevator, like last yeah. second, just jump. Yeah. And they just look at each other like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Like right before we hit the water, jump, right? Yeah. So it's counteracts the car falling. I was like, wow, they killed them in the first five minutes. That's weird. Oh, okay. No, nope. <laughs> They're fine. They're superheroes. Mm hmm. Right. I also really appreciate that like 15 minutes ago you were talking about your favorite Terrence Malick film mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we you drop- don't remember <laughs> I almost put Tree of Life ahead of Fast Five that year wow. almost that was my number two movie that year wow. was Tree of Life we are complex and then I came to, I, and I came to my senses and I was like no I could have people talking about life yeah. or I could have people dragging a safe through a city ruining life yes. Let's we'll talk about the the newest Nicholas Winden Revan movie, or perhaps maybe we'll talk about Medea. <laughs> we never know. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like to think it suggests something about the duality of man, sir. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah, the Jungian thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. All right. That's Fast good. five. Number one. <laughs> With a bullet. Um, okay, so now we go back to uh, sort of. Uh, crazy, zones. you know, zones. Yeah. So it's, uh, what's in the pizone? <laughs> um, <laughs> we uh, we now go into the science fiction zone. Mm. Um, so uh, there are actually there are three in the science fiction zone. Um, again, no particular order. Uh, upgrade, um, upgrade with a no budget and a, a discount. Tom Hardy managed to be insanely good. Um, I, you will rarely see effects that are that good in a movie with like 10 times its budget. And it's probably because they went wholly practical. (laughs) I mean, mostly, well, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of practical, but they also went subtle. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't do anything super crazy with it, with the effects. And then they just went balls to the wall with everything else. Um, I feel like I'm an idiot for not having watched it several times since sort of on the, on a similar theme of modification, I guess, um, is ex machina. Uh, it may not be one that's, you know, in 30 years, no, maybe nobody's going to look back on ex machina and think it's good, because our technology will be a billion, you know, billion times better, or we won't have any technology left anymore. But um, man, that movie looked so fucking good and went a whole lot of places that I did not know that it was going to go. And I was just kind of staring at the, you know, staring at the screen slack jawed for uh, a large percentage of it. And especially, you know, through the last 10 or so minutes just i loved it i i i, I don't know what else to say um especially because i have no absolutely no segue to the next part of my science fiction corner which is pacific rim mm-hmm. um yeah there's there's some science in there yeah yeah there's <laughs> no, that was real there's yeah. a little bit of fiction there's a little bit of science and the, there's a little bit of fiction um a little bit country a little bit of rock and roll right uh a fucking robot hits a monster with a Rocket fist? Yeah. yeah, with a rocket fist. Mm-hmm. 
and a with a fucking ship. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it uses it as a bat. Yeah, it uses it as, just swings it like a fucking bat. Uh, giant robots get dropped off into the water to to engage in fisticuffs with giant monsters <laughs> also in the water, sometimes in the rain. There's one that has like three arms and does flips. Uh, <laughs> the fucking Shatter Dome. Um, gypsy Danger. Uh, Cherno Alpha. I, I just love that society was like, we're being invaded by monsters. What do we do? We need to build something to punch them. <laughs> what else are you going to do? I What's mean, your better? They tried walls. Crimson That's Typhoon true, they did. is the other Crimson one. Typhoon. Yeah, Thank you. The walls didn't work. No, they did not. They had to punch the monsters to death. There was no hope but to punch the monsters to death until they could figure out something else. This other file of what the wall's not working, sir. All right. Punch the monsters. <laughs> Get out there and punch them. Yeah, <laughs> but it also like for for being a you know a, a modern fucking crazy actiony movie, it didn't shoehorn a love story in there. There there were interactions between a guy and a girl that weren't just like I have to save you from the monsters. Here I go. Um, Is it Rocky and Bullwinkle? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told you I was working on my Rocky. Um, <laughs> but. Ah, <laughs> oh, gee, I don't want to get saved by the monsters. <laughs> but yeah, also, stacker fucking Pentecost. Uh -huh. And that's it. We're canceling the apocalypse. Yep. Mm -hmm. We are canceling the apocalypse. A man, an Idris Elba man says those fucking words on screen. <laughs> Fuck me. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Figuratively and literally. <laughs> Nary a seat was dry. <laughs> <laughs> Get in there. Uh, <laughs> Man, how are we not in the marketing department? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, come on. Because then we'd have to sell something like uh, shitty, like Smurfs 4. Right. Yeah. Right. Smurfs 4, yeah. get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Not a dry seat. <laughs> be all up in your ass. Yeah. Three apples high. Oh. You'll smurf over and over and over. <laughs> You'll smurf your smurfing smurfs. That's probably actually in the trailer. To probably, probably, yeah. 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 Uh, Go smurf yourself. <laughs> well, speaking of horror, mm -hmm. um, it's now time for Horror Corner. Okay. Um, only two entries for Horror Corner. Uh, they are as follows. Us, which I talked about last week. You will know how much I really, really, really liked Us. Mm -hmm. um, I think it is fantastic. I'm still not sure exactly what it is in horror that I that is my wheelhouse. You know, I don't know sort of all the things I like about horror. It's like the spicy foods analogy from last week. Like I'm still figuring out where my tastes lie but us is definitely fucking it and also a quiet place which is sort of a different kind like i i feel like i don't know i feel like it could be not a horror movie but there are like creepy weirdo monstery things it's and, a horror movie yeah. yeah there are creepy weirdo monstery things and it's incredibly tense um i didn't expect that out of jim from the office He's got range. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. He can do stuff. He can. He, he, boy, does he. All those years of Jim looking. Jim can do stuff yeah, now. <laughs> all those years of looking into the camera 
he figured out what to do with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was to make a quiet place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I it like I I can't remember if you said this earlier or last week, Harlow, because uh, that's how good my memory works. But Bird Box, like I watched A Quiet Place first, and then like a week later, I watched Bird Box, and I was like, well, okay, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's also just down to the fact that like, okay. Yeah, it would suck complete and total ass to survive in a quiet place's world. Absolutely. You are not surviving in Bird Box's world nope, without, no. like, without your sight. And, yeah. and, 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 and given the situations of like, we have to go over here. No, not, not fucking happening. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's weird that they... Yeah, there's some leaps of like, no, like just some <laughs> insane logic in Bird Box that's just like, no. Like, I can buy everything in Quiet Place, even crazy monster things from nowhere that... Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. The monster things, but once you sort of buy into that universe, mm-hmm. it 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 makes for a much better experience. Yeah. Um, and now we're going to go to the uh, entire opposite uh, end of the end of the spectrum. We're going to go to my favorite animated movies of the 2010s. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna actually give these a, a, a slight order. Um, into the Spider Verse um, is, I guess, my number two. Just the the absolute incredible visuals in into the spider verse are are dynamite like i every occasionally you know you see a movie that just delights your eyes in every single way and i i love the interplay between the different kinds of spiders persons uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Like the the visual styles of the different spider persons, and like the different ways that they that they move through the space, um, yeah, the like the whole sort of glitchy thing that happens throughout the movie, and um, some of those fight scenes are just so difficult for me to imagine how you could make something like that. Like if I had to, if if you had sat me down played the movie for me and asked me how long it took it to make. I'd been like, I don't know, five, 10, <laughs> 11 years. I really, I have no idea. Like, are there computers that can make this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it just blew me away visually. And um, I loved it. Um, I, it's one that I really, 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 really wish I could see on a huge screen. Like I want to see it on, a massive screen with you know the volume all the way up sort of thing and are you about to move off of spider-verse i am about I, just, to I just want to i don't want to interrupt your animation corner but no, I, just, I want i want you to think about this for a second because only because she's a voice in it and i forgot that this actually came out in the 2010s think, of, think about Haley steinfeld she's gwen in that movie true grit was in this decade <laughs> like, oh my yeah. god little Haley steinfeld to yeah. like to bumblebee and bumblebee. yeah and Spider-Verse and yeah. all this stuff. It's just like, I, I was I was like, did Coen Brothers make, because I, I saw um, Buster Scruggs and stuff like that. And I was like, what were the Coen Brothers movies this year? Because that's usually a fair bet of like, it's going to yeah. be some of my favorites. But as much as I love Lou and Davis, it's like, it still didn't make my things. But I was like, holy shit, True Crit. Yeah, that was 2010. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Anyway, I, just throwing that out there. It was like a weird shit. thing. That I was like, oh yeah, she I was in that. And I really liked True Grit. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know how part of me feels like it because it's a remake. I don't know that it, that it kind of makes the list, but oh, I know I was just, I, yeah. like I said, Coen brothers are usually like a, that's my jam. And 
you yeah. know, what what movie do they put out? It'll probably make a list. Is that the only? They did uh, that. They did uh, Inside Lewin Davis and <clears throat> Ballad of Buster Scruggs and uh, the, oh, yeah. the couple that we Hail they did Hail Caesar, yeah, Caesar yeah. which sucks ass. The... All, and the, and the, wasn't the Brad Pitt one Burn After Reading? Wasn't this this, this decade too? I think. Was it? I think maybe. I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Um, the the Ballad <laughs> of Buster Scruggs <laughs> did not didn't make my honorable mention list. It was yeah. it was on my my sort of final pare down list. Um, so not quite, but I really enjoyed that. If you haven't seen it, it's delightful. Burn After Reading was 2008, by the okay. way. Gotcha. No. Everyone should see Inside Lewin Davis. That's just one of their movies that, I, I mean, especially now that we've had the Oscar Isaac Renaissance, where everyone's like, hey, he's awesome. Like, you should mm-hmm. go back and watch that. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, so next up, probably my favorite animated movie uh, of this decade is Coco. I haven't really like I haven't really heard a lot of people outside of a couple circles of friends talk a lot about Coco but it has some incredible original music it is a gorgeous film the story is absolutely wonderful and I cry every single time I see it and it seems like It seems like it just has flown kind of under the radar, but if you haven't seen it, you really, really need to see it. And one of the things that I think makes it stand out for me as animated movies go is the story is actually not sort of your boilerplate fucking Disney hero story type thing. I've seen a lot of those lately because I've been, you know, watching all the Disney movies I missed. And so many times it's just, here's another go save a thing, like go save a a standard thing, like go save a princess or go find yourself. Um, Coco's story of like remembrance and family um, are, they're super heartwarming and, um, um, refreshing, and uh, it's also really nice to see a um, a story from uh, a culture that we don't get highlighted very often in you know in mainstream movies. Um, mm-hmm. You don't, <laughs> aside from like the and the opening scene of Spectre, you don't really get much highlighting of you know the Dia de los Muertos and what that means to. Uh, the culture you especially don't get the meaning inspector but um it's it's nice to see that that brought up and you get to see the you know the traditions and what that remembrance means to um what that means to to families and so it's um it's really enjoyable i like i said i i cry every time it is magnificent and more people need to see it and more people need to talk about it a movie that i don't think i need to talk about um is my odd man out uh, the one that doesn't have a category, and that's Knives Out. Um, I talked about it a lot last week, and when I saw it, I love it. It's better than Cats. You should see it again and again. Yeah, don't go see Cats. I hear it's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you just pissed off all the Discord, Chuck. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, they know. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've talked a lot about Knives Out, but um, that's because it's it's real good. Um I'm really glad to see the buzz that it's starting to generate. It's 
still in theaters as of the recording of this. And um, I don't know. It's just a it's an incredibly well crafted movie and incredibly well acted. And uh, you you should you should go see it. Go see it. Go see Knives Out. Go watch Knives Out. Yeah. Watch Knives Out. And on that, I'm out of movies to talk about. I got two left. Good. I'll be quick. Oh, yeah. Your top two. Yeah. You don't have to be quick. You held off on for us. I did. Yeah. Uh, number two is Mad Max Fury Road. And all I'm going to say about it is that you look at that movie and you go, why does this movie look so good? And it's because a lot of that movie is real. Like, a lot of the shots are composited. So much of that movie is practical. So mm-hmm. much of it. And that's why it looks so good. And that's why it's going to stand the test of time is because mm-hmm. there is crazy shit going on and there are actually crazy motherfuckers doing it. Yeah. And that's the best looking thing. Those dudes on those poles jumping between cars. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. They did that. <laughs> uh, so that brings me to my number one, which I was quite frankly shocked that this was not as high on, on everyone's list uh, as it is mine. My number one is Pacific Rim. That is the movie of all these movies I've seen the most. The theme song from that movie is what I have programmed my iPod's default song to be when I plug <laughs> it into my car. I, I just that everything about that movie to me is wait, what, wait are you actually still walk, rocking an iPod? Well, what when did you mean to say phone, when I plug it in, it defaults to iPod mode. It's what my oh. screen says. It's, oh, okay. I was the, just like, it's the iPod I, section of my phone. All right, mm-hmm. just curious. I was like, wow. I do have an iPod with oh, a bunch okay. of music on it sitting in my car, but. No, when you plug it in and it goes to the first song on your playlist because it's fucking stupid and can't remember, you know, what you were listening to last. I've set it up so that it defaults to the theme song from Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. And I listen to that almost every morning on my way to work because it motivates the shit out of me to just fuck shit up. And by that, I mean do my job and get paid. Hmm. But mm. that's kind of the opposite of fucking shit up. Well, it's, it's fucking shit up in a good way. Uh, that's like, I don't know. <laughs> that's like pulling out <laughs> piss down (laughs) (laughs) fucking shit up for the good of society i don't know anyway pacific rim is awesome i i (laughs) it was on all our lists i know Mm -hmm. it just wasn't number one there's not a moment that goes by where i don't think about the dude grabbing idris elba and he whips around and gives him a look like one (laughs) don't ever touch me again Mm -hmm. two don't ever touch me again that is just that is the highest of highs in that movie where I'm just like, yes, kill him. Kill the lead character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do it, Tetris Elva. Take command of this movie and be the hero we all want you to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've talked about that movie a million times. The f- the fact that the robots step over, you know, buildings and, and walkways and things and go out of their way not to destroy stuff is such a minute little detail in a monster smash movie Mm -hmm. that the good guys are going out of their way to cause the least amount of damage possible. I just, I conceptually, it's just so smart. Everything about it. And I'm just, I'm just amazed. We live in a society where we got it. Like it was made. Yeah, you know, and they tried to make another one, not very well. No, no, I mean the second one. It's totally fine. It's it's, yeah. Like it's it's so weird because it's just like it's it's a perfectly fine movie. It's just not the first. It's the like, direction they take Charlie Day's character is so good. Mm-hmm. It just needs a better movie around it. But yeah. plus the fact that like almost all of the it takes place during the day. Yeah, that's another thing. It's just yeah. like it looks wrong. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean that movie was made for China because China yeah. is the reason Pacific Rim made all the money it made. Yep. I get it. That's why we got another one. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But 
yeah, for my money, Pacific Rim, that's that's the best thing of the decade. All right. All right. The end. <laughs> One. <laughs> yes. <sighs> yeah. So that's it. That's the list. That's we've, the, we've done it. Yeah. We've encapsulated a decade in a little over some time. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, a little over uh, two yeah, hours. A few yeah. minutes. About, about two hours. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Not too bad. Not yeah. bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't seen anything on this list, what are you doing? Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? But it. if you missed anything on this list, go watch it, man. Come yeah, on. we obviously recommend everything here. Yeah, right. and, and honestly, there's nothing on any of you guys' lists. I'm like, uh, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> like <laughs> everyone else's list, I'm like, yeah, yeah, those are all good. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. I so I've I've been keeping track on Letterboxd of the ones that came up on your lists that I hadn't watched, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I only really had to pay attention during honorable mentions because once we got to the tops of the lists yeah you know to the to the mm-hmm. real 10 i was yeah. that's i could just cruise from there because i am pretty much in full agreement i don't i couldn't argue with any of your number ones no nah. solid choices good job guys and any one of your yeah. number ones could be my, my number one if i decided to to you know to rank it to put a number on it yeah if you take a fucking stand <laughs> <laughs> my stand is that yeah, I know. <laughs> make make me choose between my children. Yeah, yeah. do it. No, I don't want to. They are individuals for a reason. <laughs> Pick one. There can be only one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fight. Let them fight. <laughs> Wait, what? If <laughs> I had an... embarrassed, there can be only one. <laughs> if I had an objectively best child, I would give any number of the others. Like I would get all give all the rest of them away <laughs> to charity to like. <laughs> like the overnight baby drop like, the Goodwill just... yeah wherever <laughs> just take them to the fire station yeah. like, I don't look know. these children are not my favorite I don't know I don't know who takes kids what charitable organization <laughs> takes kids be very careful because but... they're going to develop orphan vision and come hunt you down <laughs> they won't develop orphan vision they'll solve be, crimes they will be orphaned <laughs> yeah. it's good st- for them I'll still be alive <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you abandon them they're still orphaned right yeah yes, orphan just if you means... take them to the orphanage <laughs> yeah. well I'm not taking them to an orphanage I'm taking no. them to a charity the, what no child left behind or something gas like that station you drop them off at we'll take them to the orphan no child left behind is the exact opposite they don't want you to leave behind any children just, <laughs> no child left behind yeah, it's my right, motto it's right there in the name <laughs> there's got to be some you know some poor family out there that needs children <laughs> no no they typically some, poor families are have opposite. more children because there are there's services for that <laughs> There's not else to like, do. Take care of it. All right. Somebody doesn't They're have. They're not working it. in the mill. <laughs> yeah, Pa got his nuts ripped That's... off in a combine, so we can't. If have only kids. we had more tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> we could get that straw going. <laughs> yeah. 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 What yeah. the fuck? How did we get on this? All right, that's something about kids. But anyway, kids, we're going to get out of here because we're punchy as shit. And yeah. uh, we, we've done our, our lists are done. So check us out at bmfcast.com. All the social things are over there on the side. Uh, that's really all you need. We have other things, but we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And for the Golden Jocks Decades Edition, this is Bamfcast out. Bamfcast out.